What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Here's the Scenario. I was gonna say I was gonna say a curse word, and I stopped myself. Good for you. The most interactive podcast on the face of the planet. I was gonna say the Milky Way, but who knows? We could have other sentient beings doing. Here's the gloop glorp. <laughs> you know, uh, you send us the questions, what if scenarios. Uh, would you rather is Mary F. Kills? I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying so hard not to curse. Hypotheticals? Hypotheticals, and we answer them, and uh, we love you for it. I'm one of your hosts, Brendan Saglow, being joined with me as always. By Mike Feeney, and also... Michael Shane Cannon. Hell yeah, dude. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Maybe the Maybe your best intro yet. Stop. You almost did oh it Oh, my God. Oh, with your oh. little nail polish over your lips. Chipped off. Yeah, yeah, you really look like cracked out Lindsay Lohan. Hell yeah, hands. dude. Welcome, everybody. I'm, all, I'm dude, English all of a sudden. two Long Island, Island dumpsters. <laughs> yeah, but she pretended to be English for a little bit. I think I like saw Madonna. her at Bordy Barn once. Bordy Barn. Yeah. I haven't heard that name in a... You've been there, right? That's all like the stickers and stuff, right? No, I've never it's been there. It's the tent with like the mud ground where everybody goes to competitively drink <laughs> slash sexually assault. Yeah. <laughs> it's so intense. I was there yeah. for like an afternoon. I was like, super fun. Get me out of here. Have you been there? Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyhow. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> bun. It was all uh, frowny faces okay. when Feeney went. <laughs> I also, before we get into the questions, I just want to, uh, I want to put in my little surprise here. It was I who farted before the show. I was the farter. I was the one that stunk up the room, and I was the one who blamed my cannon for it. It did smell like a dead body, so it would make sense that it would be yours. Yeah, I mean, we all ate the same thing, but somehow it processed a little differently going through them guts. <laughs> well, that's what yeah, I noticed about Brendan. It's covered very in... interesting, and I think it's because he doesn't get as he doesn't get as hungry as as we do. And obviously, you know, there's, we do as long as there's more of like you know stuff to store. Was that the, was that the Simpsons? <laughs> yeah. We do. We do. We do. <laughs> the the uh, what is it? The the stone cutters. Stone cutters. Yes. Yeah. Um. But uh. Doesn't work. None of these work. None of them work. None of the charger works. Anyway, thank you guys for sending the questions. Also, check out the Patreon. We have so much stuff on there. I put on my little hip hops. Mike does the Mike Takes edibles. Feeney's got a fucking shit. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I can't not do it. I'm such a piece of shit. Uh, Feeney's got a solo uh, cast coming. Um, we're really putting out a lot of stuff. That's right. We just you... did a brand new spots, too. Nicole came to Fairfield, and then, uh, yeah. then we went back to New York Comedy Club, and I gotta say just the quality has leapfrogged all the past horse shit that we've been doing over the last couple months yeah r.i.p lucas nope <laughs> not even rest in peace R. Rest, rest in rest piss. rest in piss <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, and I just put up a spot too where uh, somebody came with me to New York Comedy Club and we showed what it was like to host. Mm -hmm. And I had a mental breakdown. Oh, I I'm excited had, to watch that. I just yeah. had two, uh, two road gigs in Connecticut, but the person that used to work with us canceled on them. So I, there's no footage from it. But uh, <laughs> don't, there, don't worry. Don't worry. He knows a few people's coffee orders by heart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I filmed them myself, so they won't be sh as shaky, but they'll be, uh, they'll be good to go. <laughs> Yes, go to here's the scenario.com for everything us yeah. so that you can yeah. send in the, the God, let's let's get this in the whole app. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the send us loves. <laughs> I love. I love. <laughs> if you're new to the show, uh follow us on the Instagram and send your questions to 
here's the scenario pod on Instagram, is it? Everything is located at here's the scenario.com. Yeah. You go there, you can subscribe to the podcast, yes. YouTube, Instagram, oh. all of our social media. What? Plus it, iTunes. I swear to God, this one wasn't me. This time. <laughs> Write a review. Get the show popping on the algorithm. It helps the show. It, ex- it, it, it exposes us to a lot of people that might not know who, who we are, or what the new show is. And plus, we got the Patreon up there, all of our individual uh, Instagram, social media, all that stuff, and our websites to go come see us on the road, which... By the way, Nicole, did you notice the great shirt I'm wearing? Shirt. It's amazing. Designed amazing, right? by Nicole. Designed by Nicole. Feels great. Incredible. Really feels great. Yeah. Brendan and I have a limited a number of these that we're going to be selling on our little Minotaur mini tour yeah. that starts next week, maybe even after this episode airs. But uh, October 8th through the 11th, we're going to be in Columbus, Ohio, through McHenry, Illinois, through Chicago. And uh, <laughs> man, we're going to have the gra- greatest yeah. time. I can't say Chicago without Chicago. Yeah, it's so yeah. good. So, uh, and we're going to make a little uh, documentary about that as well. That's right. Little even, though, uh, even though Lucas uh, kept the plane ticket and never reimbursed me. <laughs> for it uh we did find somebody else to come on board and uh so be on the lookout of that scenario patreon.com and also if anybody wants to send us any delta miles or whatever please we need them (laughs) uh patreon.com slash scenario pod let's get into the questions this first question comes from curtis curtis Um, and i think it's a doozy he said here's the scenario you get paid to fight in the ufc but against the females Oh, and that's the that's the whole thing. That's it. That's <laughs> there's the, no question. There's no question. I guess I don't think there's, there's not do a, we there's even a, make a, a question. There's not that? a second on the planet that could survive against Amanda Nunez. No, there's not even like there's not a weight Holly class Hall. or age class that I could compete in. Like any no. trained 50 female, and, fifty and up would, would yeah, no. cook me. Fifty and up under one hundred and fifteen pounds. I'm dominating, dude. I watched some yeah. like seven year old girl hit mitts and like and duck and dodge yeah. from her for sure abusive father who was like <laughs> swinging wildly above her head. He's like, oh, I'm preparing her for assault. Yeah. You know? like, I think you're doing it on your own. Uh, yeah. But I watched her and I was like, she could just pepper me to death. Yeah. Like, I, w- I would just, <laughs> like, I'd have no defense against it. I couldn't do, I'd have to do, like, the Ellis Mania UFC where I fight a mime or some shit On a like raft. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a raft in the middle of some chop. <laughs> yeah, then I could maybe do well, but no, literally the referees at the UFC could kick my ass. Yeah, I mean, they're also pretty jacked, and I assume that they have, they all need training, right? Because not only do they need to know the rules, but they need to know, like, the intricacies of what the people are doing. Yeah. Grapples. Yeah. <laughs> grapples. Grapples. <laughs> grapples. Grapples. Grapples, ground and pound, submission. How young, actually? Say there's a TKO. black... <laughs> jiu-jitsu black belt plus boxing threat. How young and tiny do they have to be before you could beat them up. Well, I think I can kick be, the ass of like a three-year-old. Well, you can't, well, there are no black belts, but you can't, it takes years to get a black belt, so by, they would be like at least like... But what if they're the Mozart of jiu-jitsu? Yeah, let's well, say then they, they get, get really a black good. belt at like ten. Sure, but let's say in this example that they are uploaded with black beltedness. They are the Matrix. They yeah. Pierced in the back of their cerebellum and they're all of a sudden a black belt. How young would they have to be for you to take care of business? I could take out a fucking five-year-old dude, a kindergartner, ten-year-old, ten-year-old. I don't know. To like sixty pounds, prepubescent. I think that's yeah. You're right. It would have to be like ten is probably the shelf. You know what I mean? But I've seen like ten-year-old boys is a different story. I think because I've seen like when I was a camp counselor 
there were 12 year olds that were six foot 175 pounds. I assume wow. they didn't grow six inches and gain 50 pounds over two years. Yeah. That's obviously possible, but they were like grown men kids and I was 15 and weighed less. So like when they got into physical altercations, I had to like yeah. for real throw down with a couple of these kids. Weren't you also at like a mentally handicapped? It was, yeah, I didn't want to put that part in. But yeah, it was, <laughs> I, I think that's a big part. It was, it was so for my group. It's the only part. <laughs> yeah. I, I was 15 and this was like, this was a camp for developmental disability. So it ranged from like Down syndrome, yeah. autistic, all the way to or like. Or as Brendan calls him, my father. camp. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. What did you say? The my camp, the camp I went to. Ah, uh, <laughs> anyway, we Michael, were both off because I said my yeah. father. And <laughs> that meant nothing. Almost more. Yeah, but you that know, meant more nothing. Like, you go, it, it, that's like that's a fun little like riddle. It's like what if what if two terrible jokes are said at once so they cancel each other out? Does that ever happen? Does anyone hear them? Yeah, yeah, not clearly. <laughs> yeah, but if two uh, if two mentally handicapped people. Are um, you're allowed? Are, to say wow, that. it's the only if one. If two you're mentally to say. handicapped people right. are fighting, can't you just walk up Actually, and like? Not supposed to say that. Put you're your hand on their ears or something. And no, no, you have them. to start throwing money down and taking odds from everyone else. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have you have one with like a tootsie roll hanging like this, like a fishing wire. I don't know what that meant either. Woo! <laughs> Let's. Woo! Slow down. <laughs> yeah, let's. Oh, so the kids that I had to like stop from fighting was this one kid who legitimately, this is like right when, I don't even know if 50 Cent was out actually, because he looked like Curtis Jackson. Like he legitimately had the same face, the same gap in his teeth, fucking jacked up arms, really just a big 12 yeah. year old kid. And then this other kid was also 12, but he had like, sickle cell he was really fat and out of shape and he was kind of like a, a meeker kid and he had like he had from birth braids which means he never cut his hair since birth oh my so God. he had 12 year old hair like baby hairs growing down all the way to his ass which always was actually pretty cool i thought that was awesome but he like said something that wasn't that crazy and the kid who had emotion who was emotionally disturbed flew off the fucking handle popped him right in the face and then got on top of them, and I was the only counselor there with, like, 17 kids, and the other two were, like, helping some kid shitting in the woods and another one jerking off on a table. And I had to, like, full Nelson this kid at 15 and, like, 10 pounds less than him and try to, like, bury his head in the dirt until somebody came over to help me. What if you suffocated him in the dirt? I would have been in trouble. <laughs> I would have been murdered. My life would be much different. It's funny you mentioned 50 Cent. When we were on our way here, I was watching a video of, I guess they, they strapped 50 Cent up to a, like a lie detector and they were asking him questions. And one of the questions they asked him was, uh, are you gay? <laughs> no, but they asked him, they were like, uh, they were like, you follow Eminem on Instagram. And he's like, yeah. And he goes, Eminem doesn't follow you. And he's like, yeah, he's, they're like, he doesn't follow anyone. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, does that, they're like, does that upset you? <laughs> and he was like, no, I, I text with the guy. I don't care. He doesn't have to follow anyone. He's the greatest rapper in the world. And I was just thinking how much that thing would be going off if I was like, yeah. no, I don't care. It was like... <laughs> yeah. As, are there comedians that you've known for eight years that are doing just okay that only follow 60 people? Yeah, anyone that follows nobody is... I don't care who you are. You're pretentious, okay? Follow some people. Follow Big Butt accounts. I'd say anyone that follows... A hundred people or less is equally as bad as someone who follows zero. Well, because it's such a try hard. It's, it's no longer like hard. social media has now been around for so long 
yeah. that there's no possible way you don't care that much. Like it's very you you definitely you're bigger of a herb because you go to explore and then type in people's names yeah. and then in and then directly visit to see what they're doing. So you ultra follow people yeah, you fucking dunce. It's cool. Thanks for knowing that I support you and you don't support me. There is a comic. <laughs> Who am I talking to? There is a comic that we know that uh, I'm not going to say his name, but I, I say it on the Patreon. Patreon. I will say it on the Patreon, but I, I do love this guy, but he mm. posted something where it was like, he went, uh, he's like, I'm clearing out all my, uh, my people. He's like, so he's, he was saying he's deleting some of the people that he follows sure. and he goes, don't take it personally, but if you really fuck with me, you'll stay with me and you'll, you'll keep following me. I was like, Oh, okay. Pretty convenient that you're <laughs> yeah. just going to be like, sorry guys, I'm deleting everybody, but you keep following me. That's right. That's if you care. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Possibly yeah. the height of narcissism. <laughs> it's the most narcissistic. And it's like I'm not interested in what anybody's doing. Yeah. I don't yeah. Care. What do you think this relationship is? Do you think I'm, I'm a, a fan? fan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude. People, people that like invite you to like their Facebook page or whatever, or like try to get like, Facebook. I get, I mean, I don't know. This guy I know is a serial doer of this, but he used to like DM me the newest video that he had come out. And after, and like, I was like, cool the first time. And then he kept doing it and I stopped responding. And then he'd send it and be like, did you, did you check this out? And I just wrote back. I was like, I'm not your fan, dude. Yeah, I'll like, never I check that out. I, I have no interest to see what you're doing. What about the people <laughs> that put up videos and they tag a bunch of people in it? Like they're Chris actually Cotton, in R.I.P. Yeah. Oh, Chris Cotton, R.I.P. Chris Cotton used to do that? A lot. That. Yeah. He was notoriously bad for it. He got yeah. into a ton of arguments with <laughs> yeah. a ton of people. Ton, with Lewis. <laughs> he got into a big fight with Lewis about that. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. R- I like, Lewis was correct. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, R.I.P. It was going to be on everything. Pots and pans. Pots and pans. Pots and pans. Yeah. Pots and pans. <laughs> What's the next question? Next question comes from um, comes from Northern Nature Guy. Northern Nature Guy. Oh, I might be coming to Alaska, so I hope you're up there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he asks, which of these events would you rather experience? You can be Fred Durst starting a riot at Woodstock or Bill Burr during his epic Philly rant. You can see through the person's eyes and experience the emotions they felt at the time, but you can't alter the event in any way. It's not even, it's not even a, a little bit close in any way. That is not a you couldn't. I wouldn't. There isn't an amount of money you could pay me to want to be Bill Burr in that situation. I was going to say Bill Burr. Bill oh, Burr said that was good. the worst day of his life. <laughs> He said he thought his little career, did he know it was the best day. It of was, but he life. literally bought. He thought his career was over. He was miserable. He yeah. was sweating. He was bombing, and then kind of ha- and then winning them back. He had a terrible, terrible day. Limp Bizkit was like headlining Woodstock yeah. <laughs> for hundreds of thousands of people who loved them. It also reaffir- like Fred Durst was reaffirmed to the people that already thought he was cool. Like, yeah. he, like the fact that he made people break shit and create a riot wasn't not cool to the fucking Jenko-wearing tards of 99 that were like, <laughs> dude, Fred, man, he's as hood as it gets. Yeah, after this, I'm getting a red hat. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it funny that they're, throughout history, I, and I'm just thinking of two, red hats have signified just the biggest douchebag on earth. <laughs> Yeah, it sucks <laughs> because red hats are cool. Yeah, I mean they pop. They pop. They, they pop. really like. They really. I think on Fred Durst it was cool when he was cool. It was cool. No. Yeah, he was good at the back. I mean, he made it a thing. 
Yeah, but he made like bam, fat. Bam, I mean, I guess bam, I was just bam. about to say he made fat on athletic people think they can wear a backwards Yankee hat. And then I was like, oh, so he must have. <laughs> cool. I loved wearing backwards hats. Of course you did. I never wore a uh, red He wasn't hat, even though. fat, too. What he, was a, he was a little chunky. What if I started maybe, maybe by chocolate starfish types. He'd let yeah. he'd let the, he'd let the, all the drinking and partying and having sex with everybody. Uh, Have you seen what he looks like now? He looks like an author, like that. Yeah. that just like went away to the woods. They got, for when six I last years. time I was at Mohegan Sun, they were playing in Connecticut that same night, and like half the they staff. Still play? Yeah, yeah. Oh half, yeah. Half the staff just went like called out and went there. And said that it was like one of the best shows they've ever seen. Like they put now, out a good show. Because now they play like smaller. Where did you hear that from? Him? Just no. now? No. Because they play small venues again. Because they, <laughs> they used to play like arenas, and now they're not one of those bands who are like, we can't sell tickets, so let's partner up with four other bands that were popular when we were, and we'll do arenas together. Yeah. Instead, they're like, we'll just play smaller venues, and now they're like going back to kind of like their, you know. Like roots. punk roots of just being like just fucking way over fire marshal capacity places. I would love to see them in a tight. Like all right, I would love to next see them vlog. Now. Next yeah, we're going to a fucking. We're seeing dude, this they, I will. I'm gonna do blow and mosh <laughs> my dick off. I would do any. I would. I would a hundred percent. I would pay whatever price to see them. Dude, the minute he goes, break your fucking face tonight. I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna have a gun break. and I'm gonna blow my brains out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone be able to see anything? Else? No, that's the last thing I want to see. Yeah. Break your fucking face tonight. Get me something to break. The red mist turns everybody's hat red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, I've changed my mind. I don't want to be Bill Burr ever. <laughs> I want to be Fred Durst now. Yeah, I already Fred had Durst's my Bill Burr moment. It's yeah. called the Yelp review. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fred Durst is just like he's one of those guys where you're like, you know, I guess it's the same as there are those people who, you know, a large section of the majority are like, this guy's a fucking douchebag. And then there's not only the huge section of people who are like, I fucking love this guy, but then there are, they're like, oh, you think he's a douchebag? Fuck you. Now I love him even more. Yeah, now you know, I'm doubling like he's, down. it's like, there's counterculture. He's just like, no, what he is is just like Florida, like pickup truck keg party guy. Yeah. And like, that's like a, Good energy. Look, anyone, anyone, no, it did not go in. Anyone who is uh, a big fan of Ben Stiller is cool with me. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Stiller? Yeah, yeah. they're really good friends. He's on, he's on. Uh, and he's, Fred Durst are good friends. He's on Limbiscuit's album on Chocolate Starfish. Yeah. He like, they like get high. Feeney showed me this. They like get they're high together. Friends? In the end of, yeah. I don't know in if the they're end, still friends. Uh, he dedicated a song to Ben Stiller. And then at the end of it, they have like this kind of like 15 minute long like post CD, like tra unreleased track and that's still on. It, it's like a secret still track. My motherfucker. Yeah, it's still, it's that. still, it's like a secret track on it. And Ben Stiller and them are just so high. And Ben Stiller's just kind of like making jokes over a beat and he's yeah. like making fun of like Limbiscuit. It's and then very just like, cool. and, and then at one part he goes like, he's like so high, he does one of these last where he goes <laughs> like that. And, <laughs> And which, by the way, if you pull it up, it's perfect, what I just did. And they loop that laugh for like four consecutive minutes. So it just goes. <laughs> it's so, so funny, dude. Uh, and Ben Stiller is in a punk band, so they might still yeah, be friends. They're no definitely. Kidding. Yeah. Um, okay. This next question comes from Anthony Conley. Conley. Anthony Conley. I hope I said that right. If you could take one dead celebrity and one living to make a project, any project, what would it be? For example, I would have Tina Fey and Chris Farley as private eyes. It, 
in a movie, of course, I'm I am high, so I hit send early. You know what though? <laughs> you know what though? Um, that's a genius idea because initially you don't think of Tina Fey and Chris Farley together, but Tina Fey's writing with Chris Farley's everything else is would be a incredible film. Yeah, it doesn't matter what they're doing; they could be ice cream men together, and I would watch it. Yeah, yeah, that Tina would be Fey great. is just not my favorite comedian. Like I, I mean, she's there's no denying how good she is at writing and jokes. Yeah, and shit Mean like Girls that. and but and, her on screen doesn't really do it for me. I, I don't, I don't really like. I don't, did, I don't did buy you watch her? Well, because you didn't watch Thirty Rock. No, ah, no, that's, why. that's 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 that, that, that explains that, that, that'll show make you fall in love with. I don't her. know if it will. It explains. I mean, there's just no more. Seven. And also, I've gone to so many comedy shows where they promised she was going to do stand-up. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, she was nowhere. I've been on most of those shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like the the uh, the jokes per minute ratio. I can't think of a show that has more of them. Again, this yeah. is not about her writing or abilities as a, comedi- as a comedy person. <laughs> as a comedy person. Comedian uh, person. But... It uh, just her overall aesthetic and the fact that she did Visa commercials or whatever those were that really annoyed me and basically wiped all of her comedy credibility clean for me. Yeah. I, uh, Seinfeld did those. I well, you're talking to one of Jerry's number one non fans. Yeah, so. true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, but it's any celebrity really. So you know, you know what I would do? I would make a movie with um, Stephen Colbert and Eminem. And uh, it would be like, I don't know, it would be like, uh, let me and think. And it would be awkward. Yeah. Remember that interview? It was like a fake interview that. Oh, that um, was all cable access. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it would basically be like that. As it was a on movie. a Michigan, some yeah, Michigan local yeah. news th- it's thing. It's so funny, too, because when you uh, go to the comments of that, people are like, how does he not know that who Eminem is? And it's like, yeah, idiots. That's the point. You fucking. God, remember when Colbert did comedy? Yeah, yeah. Now he's dancing with syringes. Yeah. I mean, dude, how do you... And not in the Washington Square Park sort of way. <laughs> me not not a, in the cool way. Dude, me as a fully vaccinated, like, head-in-the-sand sheep yeah. sees that and is like, it's for sure the mark of the beast. What yeah. is this propaganda? How dare they sell us on this? Like, <laughs> what is happening? You know what I mean? You see yeah. that and you're like, how couldn't that be the first thought you had? Yeah, of On course. fucking CBS, literally line dancing with syringes. Talking you know, that's what we call a company, scene. man. Woof. So fucking strange, Woof fucking dude. city. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Population yeah. Colbert. Yike. <laughs> what? So- Just one yike. What are you putting together? One single yike. One single yike. Uh, This is just in a movie? Uh, Yeah, just or a project. Or any kind of project. Oh, it could be any type of project. I thought I said movie, you said. This is just project. Man, I mean, I think if if I were, so it's only two, because I would love to do like an Ocean's Eleven style flick with the best of the 90s. With like Sandler, Farley, uh, Jim Carrey, like all of our favorite comedians that we had growing up to where it's then like a superpower comedy movie that isn't Anchorman with just like little cameos or yeah. whatever. Like it actually has multiple storylines that then converge at the Gotta end. And get Stoderbergh to direct. Puddle of 90s. I would also just watch, I would watch an hour of um, Alec Baldwin and Jerry Seinfeld just walking around talking. Oh my God. 
That's the project yeah. I want. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. You just nailed it for you. For, <laughs> for, his, by the way, Cannon. you had me at Alec Baldwin, and yeah. then you threw yeah. the slide, but then you reminded me of the comedian in the car, which is like uh, far and away the best episode. Tanner would rather be dancing with syringes. Yeah, I, li yeah. I literally would rather get stabbed by one of those syringes <laughs> through the again than watch post that. Thirty Rock. You'll fucking yeah, you'll, yeah. That's true too. Once you watch Thirty Rock, you'll uh, you'll love all those people. Well, sounds like I avoided it for the right reasons. I have no interest in love. The devil. <laughs> I tell it's your shirt. What? Yeah, this is us, babes. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Ooh, we are fucking cool. All right. Well, oh wait, what's your project? Um. Well, now it has to be with Alec Baldwin and Seinfeld. I just want to hear. A, I just want them to the do a movie podcast too? together. Yeah, just they can just do a podcast, and then that'll be cool. <laughs> yeah. They did a podcast. How do they I did? like Seinfeld when Larry David exists? I like both of them. Larry yeah. David is the actual talent. I like both of them. I think Seinfeld's also a talent. He's fine. He's written all of his He's, own material. Yeah, and it's been wildly evident ever since his split with LD. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, stand-up-wise, he's great, and I like... Great? <laughs> yeah. His last special was great? I was... And oh, it was no, Chappelle's no. last special? Yeah, it was. Great? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the one where the Viacom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will also agree that Seinfeld's uh, special was not great. It was bad. <laughs> yeah, but his one at the comic strip that I was at, and I watched him do it. Oh, I, about the material that he wrote from twenty five years ago. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. I'm telling good. you, for the last time, yes. is like an all time great comic. I know yeah. he's really good at reading old jokes of his. <laughs> they still work. <laughs> It's awesome. That what about write, the show? I mean, anybody. Yeah, Larry David was a great writer and focuser but of he, Seinfeld's uh, general mentality and attitude. Oh, oh, okay, we'll see. We did. We'll see. We did because one of those people went on to create yet another one of the greatest comedies of all time, and another one did B movie and a show where the guest does the heavy lifting well, and the car. It seems smart. Smart thing to do. And you're now going to be surprised by our guest, Jerry. Why'd you come on in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He would yeah. light up the room. He'd be wearing like a tuxedo or something. He wouldn't pay attention to us. I also don't like him yes, out of would. sheer out of sheer like loyalty to Bobby Kelly and the whole story of like Bobby and Seinfeld and Seinfeld being like such an outward cunt to Bobby. Yeah. Like legitimately He's an outward cunt to everybody. Yeah. yeah, and that's the type of person that I do not like. Bobby would stick his thumb in your eye socket if it if he could work with Seinfeld on a show. One day. What? For one day. For one day. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Wait, what does that have to do with anything? What I love about Seinfeld is he's been he's been transparent <laughs> since day one. He's been he was he's been a he's been an asshole since before he was famous. But he hasn't though. He always because was. It, it, Everybody in the no, 80s he hasn't. And this 70s is the like, this is always the, been a this prick. This is the lifelong debate that Feeney and I that have gone through. <laughs> uh -huh. And he hasn't. He's the opposite of transparent. He's the type of guy that pretends nothing is wrong while seething with rage. So he's the one that like. Similar to Feeney in this way, where he's like, what? I don't have negative feelings towards anybody. That's not me. And then we'll just peck and peck and be an absolute condescending cunt. Yeah, dude, I can't did, wait You don't till... think that you'd know about Seinfeld when you watch his stuff? No, you know because you can infer he's how mad. he actually feels, but he never openly discusses anything because he's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> well, he does jazz and people like Bird do fucking, you know, punk rock or He whatever. does not do jazz. He does... Or he does classical or whatever. He does Ode to Joy over and over again I, on the I, piano. I can't wait 
for in five years when Cannon is on Comedians in Cars at the Massapequa Diner, and he's like, um, so... Always you, been a big fan. Do you like, remember... podcast hosts hated Do you me. remember saying this? Yeah. First of all, R.I.P. Brendan. I know <laughs> he has a big, you know... He's a big loss for <laughs> everybody. Yeah, I've brought this literal pillowcase in memoriam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to the next question, because we got a, we got a lot more. Um, this one comes from... There's three questions from Trumbull. Okay? Um, did we... Read this one. No, okay. Three questions. He says, Lil Cannon, Big Fiend, Young Sex. Henceforth, all comics must be in the same sex partnerships. You get to be the matchmaker. You compare one of your colleagues with anyone you please. What gay duo do you assemble? And I'm saying this right now. Bobby Kelly and Rich Voss. <laughs> I mean, they are already a sexless gay couple. <laughs> well, they are. I mean, look at yeah. Voss with his little bedazzled yeah. jewelry and Bobby with his sheer coat of nail polish. Watching them walk away together is very romantic. Two old hens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just squawking down the street. <laughs> is, it, is it people? What, who is it? Who are we hooking up? Um... Anyone, anyone, any in gay com- couple? Well, it's any any two people in comedy that you want to put okay. oh, together. Mateo and me. <laughs> that would be great. I'd love to just be his soft pin cushion. I know. I'd be a real power bottom. Actually, I'd be a, just about bottom. I'd be a whatever he wants me to be. Yeah. I'd, yeah. Yeah. He, he's somebody that you don't want to let go through the cracks of your hands, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you almost. Fully panicked. I almost panicked. You, you didn't tagged, throw that yeah, you Your eyebrows, Pat, you were about to start trying to do a save. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. This is the first show with your hair, right? Yeah. And we've yet to mention it because we've just done such we've a We've done mentioned it. Yeah. We've done done We've done been mentioning it. <laughs> it is changing color, though. Yeah, yeah. fast. That's yeah. why I was asking if yeah, it's cheap, but it's coming out. Sim- it's like an algae green now. That's cool. It's like fish tank. Probably, I'll probably yeah. needs to clean my <laughs> fish tank fish. green. I'll probably put more blue in it tonight. <laughs> oh, so you have turtles? Thanks huh? for finishing what I was trying <laughs> yeah. to get at. That was it. Okay. See, turn on everybody. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was saying that he should keep the sides uh, his his normal color and just do the big J clean up top. But apparently, oh, I don't like that. That'll that. make no. I look. don't like that. More bald, or you something. know what's funny is that is that sounds good in theory, and then it looks I, good on Jay. But I, it looks good on Jay. But I did it. Jay also does like one stripe. Yeah. You know? But I did. Uh, I did it in pink, where I had like the skin fade and then just the pink, and I was like, "This is gonna look cool." And then yeah. I looked at it, I was like, "That sucks." Yeah, yeah. It, it makes you look more. But you can't bald. have. Yeah, you can't have no hair there. You got to have like yeah. like no. his hair is long enough for. Well, it I could be. do that thing where it's like I cut my like I shave my sides and then I have the blue in the back but I feel like that would make me look more of like a blogger lady what do you, you know? think is happening right now I look fucking p- punk rock you look like boo from punk fucking uh, orange is the new black <laughs> pull up a picture of boo <laughs> <laughs> me and Feeny do this thing you we... do look like one of the old ladies that Cuomo killed in a nursing home <laughs> <laughs> your fucking your cheap ass blue hair dye. Oh, yeah. I know, yeah. Fucking Virginia over here. Yeah, I look like I look like. Look, did that look like a? <laughs> oh my fucking god, dude! Oh my god! There's one of that of her with no. with hair, with like dyed hair. Oh no. the show, but it's- my fucking god! No, your boo. I don't think I look like boo. <laughs> I have a cold shiver going through my body. I'm you know, your face. <laughs> See if there's one with her who has dyed hair because she does that a lot. Too. I mean, this is oh 
<laughs> My God, you even have the same shitty tattoo. I even have the tattoo that says Butch going down the arm. <laughs> yeah, she, you got Jacob, she's got Butch. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. You should we should send her a picture. And just be yeah, like, have her, your, get her on the show. Here's your long lost they yeah. brother. <laughs> Mom? She was great in the show, too. Well, anyway, anyway, I don't think I look like her at all. I think I look like... Nicole, what do you think? You, re- you really don't... Can we look you don't up, look at that and say, okay, I can see where they're Can we look up matching Matthew things. Lillard in SLC Punk? No, yeah. That is you if you got it together. Nicole, you first off, what do you think about the boo correlation? I, be careful, Nicole. Never crossed my mind until this very second. And now? It's okay, crazy. That's it's crazy. crazy. Pretty political answer. <laughs> no, she said it's crazy. So that would. You're crazy. And you know what's also crazy? Uh, here we go. You're crazy. You're crazy, yeah, bro. Yeah. You know what's also crazy? Leaving us a five star review on iTunes. What are you doing? My Irish goodbye thing now? Yeah. Gotta do it. <laughs> yeah. Gotta do it. And coming out <laughs> do it. to all of our shows. That's right. Columbus, Ohio, October 8th. Uh, McHenry, Illinois, October 9th. Chicago, Chicago, the 10th through the 11th at Zany's. We're very excited. We got more shows. I got more shows. MikeCannonComedy.com. Go, we're going to Skankfest in yes. November. I got Jersey right after the little Midwest run. Yep. Got New Hampshire. Got North Carolina. Got Texas on the docket. All this stuff coming up. MikeCannonComedy.com. Check out the YouTube. Most importantly, though, check out the Patreon where we are doing probably the most quality content any other podcast is putting out there. We have two bonus episodes every single week available only audio or both or video. It's like, I mean, the video looks incredible. We're doing it all outside, all over New York City. We're nearly getting stabbed. We're getting sold <laughs> yeah, coke. Where Nicole had a rat or mouse uh, crawl over her bare legs, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which weirdly enough, she felt she looked more uncomfortable yeah, she didn't care than I anticipated because rats are crawling on your shoulders, right? Yeah, but the mouse almost ran inside of me. Oh, my <laughs> God. I, I was oh. sitting like, as, uh. as someone may say, crisscross applesauce. <laughs> and it just it felt like it was about to enter me. It was oh. oh, my God. All right, then I completely understand why you were thrown by that. But all of that and more up on the Patreon. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, it's truly it's truly unbelievable. I, I've been watching like the Blunts with the Boys and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, me it's too. Fucking, it's, it's good stuff. It really looks good. It, it looks great. Now we got to... Fantastic. We got multiple cameras, so uh, it's really coming out. We're making our own TV show. Yeah. Also, multiple. Per personally, uh, follow me on Twitch. I'm getting a motherfucking PC gaming computer. I'm going to be playing tons of games, tons of horror games. Um, Twitch.tv slash sags to riches. And as far as my own headlining dates, on the 18th, I'm headlining at the Ainsworth in Merrick. Uh, in Long Island, so long little hometown hero Ooh. shit. And then on the twentieth, can I open? You want to open? Yeah, you can come. When is it? You want the eighteenth? I'm in. Okay, I'll see you there. Eighteenth of October, and on the twenty second, uh, I'm headlining BJ Ryan's, and I will be eating a steak with my bare hands, depending <laughs> on how good the show with goes. chips polish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna have chipped polish shavings on as as accoutrement. Yeah, I don't know if uh, they don't have the the link ready for the Ainsworth show in Long Island, but uh, just be on the lookout for that. It will be on my website, brendansaglow.com. Nice. Yes, I actually have a computer and I'm actively streaming, so follow me on there, twitch.tv slash It's, it's not just a dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, I'm actually doing it. Uh, twitch.tv <laughs> slash NYFreshMaker. <laughs> the hell happened? Um, and then uh, MikeFeeneyComedy.com. 
And then you can uh, go at I am Mike Feeney, watch my special Rage Against the Routine, and I got some uh, new dates that I literally have to respond to this email to confirm, and then I will uh, announce them next week. So I'm sorry, I didn't mean to compare you to Seinfeld. I love you. You're a much softer, <laughs> much more gentle person. Seinfeld is a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Still love Seinfeld, um, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I go so hard in the pain against them. I absolutely you know, yeah, would act with, re- with reverence. You, he's one well, of the. He's one the, of the great. Greatest joke here's the reason of all time. Uh, great joke writer, whatever. Yeah, joke technician. Yeah, but here's the, the reason why I think you guys would actually love each other. Or at I least don't think you, you would, would like love. me even a little. I think, well, not after hearing this episode, but I think <laughs> uh, the reason you would get along or have such a good day is because you both love stand-up comedy yeah. so much. Yeah. He so even if I can, comedy. even if I could find somebody who I hate, if you want to talk comedy, I'll be like, all right, yeah, yeah, let's talk yeah. some shit. <laughs> I really do like comedy. Me too. <laughs> I really love it. It's the best. I remember somebody recently, they were like, you know, it, I was involved in a conversation about stand-up, and then somebody came down, and they joined. They were like, they almost were like, oh, sorry, like, I don't know if you like talking about this. And I was like, I'm more of a comedian than you'll <laughs> Like, I just instantly got defensive, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm like, how dare you? I've read every book on comedy. I've been invested in this my entire <laughs> life. I spend every waking moment looking at my son but thinking about jokes. I'm like, fuck you, and fuck everything you're about. Yeah. I was just thinking about this, too, where I'm like, man, I love... I thought about this yesterday. I go, man, I love talking comedy with other comedians, but, you know, not comedians that are, like, under five years because they're too new and don't know what's going on, and and definitely not comedians that are, like, over 20 years because they're too jaded and become, like, cunts and nothing impresses them anymore. Yeah. And definitely not people... Who have been doing it in that like five to eight year range? You really just like talking to us about yeah. talking and to really Mike not, and Brenda. Not, yeah, not comedians <laughs> in the five to eight year range because they think they've got it all figured out, yeah. but are also bitter they don't have more yet. And I'm like, really yeah. in that ten to fifteen year range? That's really <laughs> that's, the sweet spot. That's of where talking I get comedy. to flex around. Yeah, Maybe Mike, Brendan, and sometimes Rosebud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then sometimes Tim calls and just talks. But we uh, we had a great uh, Nicole. Didn't we have a good comedy co- uh, conversation on YKWd? Me, Voss, and Rosebud. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome because we didn't like. It was a conversation about like being on the road yeah. and workshopping and doing stuff Some like shit that. that people would just, actually be interested. It in. It just wasn't about PC culture and how the industry is and the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and it's like nobody gives a fuck about that. That conversation has been had four thousand yeah. times at this point. But what is really interesting is not just the process, but like the feelings that going through this shit evokes and what scenario, what situations we have put ourselves in, and the stories that kind of come from that because. We are brothers in arms when it comes to that shit, or at least people that... Supposed to be. Right. Well, I mean, real comedians in the sense that this is our primary income. Whereas other people, you know, I understand why people want a safe workspace when they work for Fallon or write, you know, or write for a late night show. It's like, yeah, that that is real HR. But if you've ever come with me on the road and I'm performing in a lobby of a hotel where two 9-11 hijackers stayed, (laughs) I don't think there's really an HR department to talk to about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fairfield. Um, all right, we got a ton more questions, but not a lot more, more time. So let's just keep moving on. I don't know what speed this speed round. Yeah, M M C M C M F B S. Oh, Mike Cannon, Mike Feeney, Brendan Saglo. All right, you're a retired professional athlete. You you are all you are the all time statistical leader in something nobody cares about. What stat is it? 
Oh, that's so funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like defensive Something that plus no minus. One, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm the best one of those guys that walk on skis with a revol- with a, uh, a rifle in his hand. I'm like so good at that. Oh, cross the Olympics. Country. Is it? It's oh, it is in sport. the Olympics. It's in the winter one. Yeah. What is it called? Cross country skiing. No. But with a. No, no, no. It's called something else. Cross country skiing doesn't have cross co- rifles. Cross country rodeo. Are you drunk? No, I just. <laughs> <laughs> Was I slurring? Was I slurring? I think the Shake Shack just hit my sister. <laughs> Somebody put rum in the Shake Shack. Those fucking bell peppers. Uh, what, uh, about you? what was the question again about what? You are a retired professional athlete. Oh, yeah, yeah. Athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would... How about this? How about the, the Guinness Book of World Records holder for the longest hopscotch? <laughs> that's, that's a like, great one. But that's not professional. I feel like that would hurt. Is that professional? Once if it's a Guinness Book of World Records, you make money doing it. Paid. What? Yeah. You Maybe you know what? Anything, uh, it would be uh it would be a league leader, all-time leader in deflected passes. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Who gives verbally? It, didn't even result in a steal, didn't change a possession, you just deflected the pass. Yeah, I would do longest yodel. This is not That's a, not a sport. A they do, it can do be that, a sport. They do no. that in they do that in um in baseball a lot where they can find stats that are like absolutely meaningless. Like a guy will strike out and his bat will fly into the stands and they're like, you know, only four other players in history have ever thrown their bats into the stands after striking out after the play before hitting a home run. Right, and right. That, and then you're like, what? You're like, well, these are so specific, of course. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's just a short list, you yeah, know? Yeah, of course. Bas- basketball is kind of going in that direction now, too, because with all the advanced metrics and how, like, math is becoming such a huge part of the game, it's like stat- baseball used to be the real stat sport. And yeah. now, weirdly enough, like, b- basketball is, like, really becoming that. That's why everybody shoots. Don't. I'm faux be interested with your painted <laughs> finger on your lips. This feels like a, a big you thing that's happening right now. I'm I'm literally just listening to you talk. Tell me more. Dab your thin upper lip with your chewed upon <laughs> Tell me psoriasis. Oh! <laughs> Don't mention my chewy nails. <laughs> okay, Mary Jean. What's the next question? The <laughs> scenario, perhaps? What's here's the scenario. <laughs> All right, here's the scenario. We should say it casually. All right, here's a scenario. All right. <laughs> okay, this is also comes from Trumbull. Sags and friends, love that. Fan, uh, we'll talk about it. You get the power to shoot something from your eyes, something other than lasers, lightning, or fire. Why is it always those? He's trying to. He's trying to bit right now. Oh. Why is it always those? What's the deal with lightning, fire? Why is it always lightning and fire? The lasers. Wouldn't that hurt in your head? Where's Larry to make this funny? <laughs> so, what will emanate from <laughs> your peepers? Bees. Oh, that's the best. Man, is that the best? <laughs> oh, the dogs bark and the bees come out. And then the, what is it from the Simpsons? What are you going to release? The hounds or the bees or the hounds that bark? And when they bark, they shoot bees at you? <laughs> <laughs> well, do your worst. And all of a sudden they come and they're barking. <laughs> yeah. Man, that that's is a good answer. I mean, the only thing I could think of after that is like cicadas and it's the same yeah, idea. Yeah, but it's but at least but then the bees still can sting. That's like the cicadas, cicadas are just like Ew, gross. Cicadas are they disgusting. Bite. Yeah, they're like they're grosser. They're just gross. Yeah. I told you did I tell you that uh th- or this might have been on a Mike Takes Edibles, but when they, they like 17 year cicadas or whatever they came out in 5th grade and it was like a huge thing that they had to warn us about like picking them up, throwing them at each other or whatever and they were like absolutely 100% do not put them in anybody's hair and yeah. I just picked one up and threw it right in Nicole friend's Deirdre's hair. <laughs> like <laughs> did it bite? It, it 
burrowed in there, <gasps> laid eggs, and she had to get a haircut. Oh my God! It laid eggs. That quickly? <laughs> yeah, too, I don't know. I I made that part up, but oh. it definitely burrowed, <laughs> tangled, and she had to get a haircut. Did this even happen? No. Uh, <laughs> I would shoot Sacagawea coins out of my eyes, so I could just go. Oh, how much is that coffee? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and they'd be like, Oh, we don't take these. <laughs> and then I, Who takes these? We never have. <laughs> well, they're still like gold, right? Can I, can I melt oh. them down? Um. Okay. Next question comes from Wesley Inman. Uh, Wesley asks, hey, here's the scenario pod team. I've got a scenario to ask. <laughs> you, you have to choose between two scenarios for the rest of your life. Every door entrance you pass through flips how gravity affects you, a.k.a. one door makes you fly upwards towards the ceiling and another doorway puts you back to normal. Or every step you take goes one foot downward from we- from wherever you're standing, whether it's ground floor or anywhere higher. If every step goes down, then you'd never go up. <laughs> every step you take goes one foot downward. Yeah, then you'd never go up. I'm going to guess the ceiling thing, although I'd puke every time I, yeah, if you I just leave go, a doorway. Yeah, rocket it up to the ceiling. Yeah, you you're have just to, doing 12-foot falls. Or like, what if you're walking out of a building and you're like, God, I hope uh, like I'm going to go through this and then go straight to the fucking space. Yeah, but do you know what you do? What? You walk with plungers. So you go through the door and you go... <laughs> And then hold yourself as you fly, cool. and then put yourself back through the door halfway. You know what my fear would out. be with the plungers? Yeah, you go up there, the plungers. You you get rocketed towards it, so you try to use the plungers to brace your fall, and like as you're getting shot up towards it. But when it sticks in there, you know you don't have as strong of a grip as you as you do body weight getting thrown up. So your hand slides up the plunger just giving you splinters the oh, whole uh, the whole way up uh, and then you're like hard? ah and if, then you're I mean, floating if in you space. fell if you fell right now toward from the ground to the ceiling and you use two plungers to try and stop you you would just break your neck into the yeah. wall yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then you have to carry around plungers all the time that sucks you have to do that at home anyway. No, I don't. There you I go, do. little no, plunger boy. I'm not a plunger I'm boy. I'm a big a plunger, plunger boy. boy. I bet you are. I am a no toilet paper plunger boy. I clog with just organic materials. No way. Oh, That's crazy. Buster Douglas, do I ever. These pipes I'm more of a, a I'm more of a I was a big toilet paper clogger until I started, you know, I cuz when I was until a you kid, had to pay I was for like, toilet paper? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And uh yeah, I would you do that. You take it from New York Comedy Club. Who are you kidding? No. Yeah, he's the big spindle wheels, <laughs> yeah, the, the brown <laughs> doesn't ones. fit on anything. He, he opens his door, it knocks the whole thing off. He's like, "You gotta just, you gotta." <laughs> I just have fucking cut marks all over my ass <clears throat> from wiping. All right, here's another question. I think this is a good one. Fuck, this comes from Cody Lyons. Oh, is that your brother? It's not. Okay. Wow, that's All a big right. that was, shut the fuck up, Mike. That, yeah. that was answered very quickly. <laughs> yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not. I'm you would never your, support the show. I'm sick yeah, of your little games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We actually don't talk anymore. We um, don't talk anymore. F- he he says, "Fuck it's up." <laughs> Once an episode. An asshole. Forever. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I quit. No, you don't. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. Okay. Fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> Every time. Uh, fuck Mary Kill. Flow from. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, audio listeners. This We're just is why you gotta fun. watch. Yeah. Why you watch the show? 
<laughs> Fuck Mary Kill, Flow from Progressive, Lily from AT and T, oh. and the Geico Gecko. I mean, obviously, this is this is a hard one. This is a hard one. Lily is the hottest commercial lady I've ever. Were you about to drop a hard B? The hottest bitch in the whole fucking <laughs> I think world. You, you know were. You really are, Sag Daddy. Shit. Which which, which <laughs> one is she? Uh, she's the AT and T girl. Can we bring her? Short haired. Yeah, she also, she also has, has uh, faced quite a bit of online bullying because yeah. of her bulbous bazooms. Because of her giant knockers. Yeah. I oh um, I think I she, never I you Can see we her bring her up in the commercial she's, though? She's smoking. When well, once you, you know that when she do you has see her in the where do you see her? She's the most beautiful the woman I've ever seen in my life. Um then when you watch her in the commercials, you're like, Oh yeah. They're, they have to plane her up almost to like not be. She has as Christina Hendricks boobs. Yeah, please. Oh, baby. Oh, wow. They really, they like used hard lighting yeah. on her, yeah, they, too. Yeah, they duct taped them down. Yeah, but it's hard because she's incredible. You know what it is? Fuck her. Mary Flo, because she's got, oh, she's probably got. God, no. Bring up Flo. Flo's a cutie. It doesn't Flo, matter. Flo it's, not about actually, it's not about attractiveness. It's about personality. Speaking of Ben Stiller and then tying this all around, Heartbreak Kid, Flo from Progressive, is in that movie as one of the family of the chick in Mexico. Yeah, she's, she's, oh, wow. She's, she's like a, really she's, funny. Yeah, she's a, she was an improviser. Yeah. yeah. Like a UCB or Groundlings. Kid. She's got to toss it all away to make a measly five mil a year. On progressive. Yeah. <laughs> Minimum, dude, way more than that. She's, yeah. she's cleaned. She's probably cleared $50 million from all I of wonder. those. I wonder. Dude, 100%. Yeah. I mean, there was like, you know, Matt, McCar- Matt McCarthy, who used to be that like Verizon, Verizon. guy yeah. or whatever, was making like, you know, na- those national campaigns. He is a hilarious hey. stand up comedian. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Oh, I remember, dude, I remember this is how funny this joke was to me when I the first show I ever produced in comedy it was like 2009 or something like that I was uh, I produced a show at Eastville and Matt McCarthy was on it and this was during the height of when he was on that so yeah. everyone's like the Verizon guy that kind of thing which yeah. was like you know but he was so funny he he you know in his comedy he's very like you know he's his, a silly goof yeah he's silly and, he, and, and he's absurdist like and all he's very yeah. alt and absurdist but he talks about how um he's like Today I watched, you know, I was, it was still had payphones, I guess, in 2009. But he was saying he was watching uh, these guys. He was eating food. These teenagers walked past a payphone, and the one dude, as he walked by, just like flipped the receiver off the thing and let it dangle. And then he goes into like a three-minute speech about being like, "Well, shit, look at Big Dick McGee and his cool <laughs> friends flipping the phone. God damn, I've never seen anything as cool in my life." Like, it's like, over hours. That's still, great. It just made me think of that bit That's twelve great. years later, yeah. and I'm like, it's such. It was so funny. The uh, first ever Hoboken Comedy Festival. I did a set right before him, in some like weird disco in Hoboken. Wow. Yeah. He's back before, back before I knew it took six months for that kid to pay you. Yeah. Not Matt. He pays. The person who owes. <laughs> yeah. Owns yeah, yeah. Thank you for taking the uh, pictures of Lily off of the screen because I could not pay attention to anything anyone was saying I because am- of those jig. Big, juggly, ginormous bazungies. <laughs> you will never have success. I won't have None success. None of us will. Yeah. Look, buddy. Separating myself. But, buddy, you. you're, yeah, your ankle is still chained to mine, so. so. I'll gnaw through it like the end of Saw. <laughs> so I would, uh, I think I'm marrying the Geico Gecko because, what? yeah. It's a gecko. Well, first off, he is. Feeny. Do you take this list? Yeah, 
And well, as you know, first off, wait, if he gets it, if he gets, who's doing the? So he's they're getting married by another Australian gecko, Judd Gecko. But he, if he's if he annoys me, I just go like this. Shut up. And I put him over there for a while. Yeah. And then he's usually, he seems pretty mild-mannered and quiet. And if he's going, shut up. Get and then it, I put him over there. It, yeah. Get in my pocket. And then you can be quiet. He's and then like, obviously have sex with the, with, the, with the AT&T woman and then kill Flo because Why? I can't see another one of those fucking commercials again. I'm going to marry Flo because she's got the motherfucking dough. I'm going to have sex with Lily and her bigly, big juggly bazingies. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to crush the Geico gecko just like a fucking gecko. I would marry, fuck, and kill Lily. <laughs> In that order. In that order, yeah. <laughs> that, that whole That's segment made me uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, we got a couple questions yeah. left. Let's yeah. try to get through. It's a real person with a father. Yeah, Brendan really <laughs> Brendan really knows how to it's make him. What's his, it's his oh, culture? Oh, well, it, you mean by saying the big jubbly Let him f- Let him finish what he was going to say. Let him finish what he's going to say. Is that you yawning while you're doing it? That's me. That's a, yeah. What's the Michael next question? Kane. It's Michael Caine. It's my Michael Getting Kane. up from a nap. Yeah. I would fuck Lily. This, so one, she's this got one time. Big in Burma. In Burma. Don't think of yawning. And the bandit was throwing the jewels away. She was only 16. A ruby the size of a tangerine. You were only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. (laughs) All right. Um, This one comes from Taylor Hetston. And uh, they ask, been watching since the beginning, and you guys are funnier each week. Thank you, Taylor, you motherfucker. Um, <laughs> would you rather have to get rid of Sagalo? <laughs> would you rather have to get rid of Sagalo? Yes. <laughs> Me too. Convoy. <laughs> well, I didn't agree to that. Nicole did, though. I saw her pump her fist, too. Yeah. Okay, well, let's Nicole just... said finally, quietly into the mic. <laughs> Nicole likes me better than you two. Oh. That's a lie she told us she does for you. Yeah. What? Yeah. You're the simple jack of the group. She, she said she knows. That Nicole, you're who's your favorite? <laughs> Don't pull me into this. You are, <laughs> you are, Wendy. You are, Wendy. Oh, would you rather get... Uh, this is a funny question anyway, but would you rather get rid of Saglo or the prolific question writer, Muthani? No idea how to spell that name. <laughs> Muthani. Muth- yeah, let's uh, get rid of uh, Saglo. Without Muthani and Cerna style, this podcast ceases Would to not exist. exist. So yeah. I, uh, I so. gotta say, sayonara sex. <laughs> yeah, I just go... And I fade out like in that gif. Um, funny enough, the last question comes from Muthani. And uh, they, they ask, stop, don't do that. Don't look at it. Don't him. connect. That's <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. I can't get mad don't at Don't have that. a meaningful relationship. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Sorry that you guys often catch eyebrows and then make fun of me and I fi- fly That's into true. a fucking furious That's rage. That's true. So let's just wrap it Man, up. Man, it really works. Yeah. Every time it works. Uh, here's the scenario. It really works. Here's, he's, he said, here's the scenario. Episode 36 was Brendan's funniest episode by far. I really am the favorite here. Anyway, so. Saying you had one good episode out of 36 does not mean. Mentioning great. me at all is good. Yeah, you shot one for 36. What are you, John Starks in the playoffs? Hey, <laughs> Tell me about that. Um, 
If I you... want to bite the first knuckle off your finger. <laughs> I got to put fucking medicine on. If... I would if I didn't think it would taste like a dry tortilla. Chip. It would be like a, a, a powdered donut. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were if you were all single, would your life be better, worse, or uh, worse the same being free? I am on man person. He's drunk. <laughs> if you were all single, would your life be better, worse, the same being free? The, I am yeah. I am on man person. Uh let's just cut that sentence out. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Being free makes sense. Would it be better or worse? I think Brendan has happened in real time on the show. What? Uh whether or not you're a better person single or spoken what for. What do you think? I mean, right now you're Clearly, still with uh, you're with somebody, but searching for something. I always dyed my hair. I don't know what the fuck. Not blue or green. Blue is fun. This was That's a bonding fine. moment with me and my lady. I'm sure it was. Let's ask. You know who can answer this? Mickey Mouse. Ah, uh, well, oh, folks, you know, uh, Minnie's a real big fat whore, so I'm uh, I'm a lot. <laughs> Anyway, that was the show, everybody. I've an never seen a person's <laughs> gaslight go on and then the car go out as quick as it does with him. So long. It's everyone. like his gaslight isn't 25 miles, it's T minus three seconds until he's for sure finished. What's what's the question again? If you could read it from down there. Uh, would your life be different, oh. better, or what? Single? I mean, it would be different, but I think it wouldn't be as good because now. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there. Oh, no, you got to stay there. Stay there. I think it would be. Oh, this is a tragic thing Dude, to watch. Watching, watching you me. lumber to your feet. Why is... are you sweating? Um, we. Oh my now, god. Now I would say my life would be worse because. If nothing else, I'd have to worry. It that looks like a person standing up out of their wheelchair <laughs> for the first time in eleven years. There's the there's, I can hear finally. There's the absence of love that you and I would both not have, um, yeah. but or would have the absence of love. But there also is the fact of now our time is going to be divided even more into now being on dating apps, trying to sure. date girls, trying to hook up. With no, the- you don't have to be on the dating apps. No. You would do great on it. You'd probably do great on it as well. I, I know I would do. I'm, I'm a perfectly suitable single person. I am not a good person when I'm single. What do you All mean? of my values and, like, reasonable human traits that I've grown into and, like, you know, tried to be, tried to get away and grow from, that's me now. Like, if I'm single, I don't think I'm you'd like, make it single. No, I would. I mean, it just like I, I just think know what I'm like. Much, I sleep I, with too many people, and it's just like it snowballs and just becomes a fucking gross thing. I don't lie to anybody, but there's no way to keep like feelings out of it, yeah. and it from getting gross. And I probably have sex with comedians, and it would be a goddamn nightmare. You know, that's like I'd my life. Really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Probably get too attached to comedians and then yeah. we'll break up and then we'll just keep doing shows together. But it's fine. We'll get over it. We'll be fine. And then I'll start dating another comedian. I don't know what you're referring to. You don't. Um, well, my story is better than yours. <laughs> What's your story, Morning Glory? <laughs> uh, no, I was just kidding. Um, I like my life. I like my life right now. And I'm happy with uh, the you're in a relationship. I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm like really happy. There's no reason to um, f- freak out, man. <laughs> There's no reason to torpedo this. <laughs> There's no reason to self sabotage this at the moment of happiness. I, I like both. Is that why I, you uh, dyed your hair pool lining green? 
<laughs> yes, the, this is, that, is, is the color is emerald. I forgot the shock green. <laughs> <laughs> That's the show, everybody. Thank you for listening. Please check us out on the Patreon. We love you very much, and we'll see you next week on Here's the Scenario. Bye. Bye. Here's the Scenario is Mike Feeney, Mike Cannon, and Brendan Sagalow. Executive producers Robert Kelly and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information about the show, visit Here's the Scenario.com. The scenario.